the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Authorities in Oregon are reporting progress against the bootleg wildfire. Spokesperson Al Nash says that blaze is now 74 percent contained. We've had several days where the weather's been in our favor, and it has allowed our people on the ground to make significant progress. Cooler weather and even some rain has helped firefighters. The bootleg fire has already destroyed more than 400 homes and buildings. Meanwhile, the death toll from wildfires in the country of Turkey has risen to eight. Fires are raging near holiday beach destinations, forcing residents and tourists to evacuate. Florida is the latest COVID-19 hotspot in the United States, reaching an all-time pandemic high for the Sunshine State. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager is more than skeptical. When they say masks are necessary and don't wear them, how can you believe that they believe it? The whole thing's phony. These people believe in science like I believe in Zeus. They use science like they use people. If it's uh, helpful to their power, they will use the scientists that they believe in. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We're giving you an opportunity to meet your favorite talk host face-to-face for a -a one-of-a-kind experience. Introducing the Terrific Talkers VIP Experience. We'll fly you and a guest out and cover a three-night stay where you get to meet your favorite radio host. Go to am1280thepatriot.com slash talker. Supported by Morris Law Group. Your forecast for today, we're looking at area smoke with a high of 79 moving into a low of 59 for tonight. Tomorrow, area smoke continued with a high of 82 and a low of 62. Thanks for tuning in to AM1280 The Patriot. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we'd like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
And we do have the live stream up and going at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Again, go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and uh, you can uh, also watch the broadcast if you so desire. And the disclaimer I always use, I know you don't want to watch it to to, to see my uh, ugly mug, but uh, <laughs> rather we have another comment section available. So for those of you who prefer to use Facebook, Again, go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and you will find uh, our broadcast right there. Uh, we have a guest of Palooza coming up on today's show. If you follow my blog at bradcarlson.org, you can see the guest lineup. Uh, starting at one we'll have a guest almost every segment for the remainder of the show. So I only have the first couple of segments uh, to kind of talk about a, a specific issue uh, that uh, is going to impact the 2022 midterm elections. Now, the party that's out of power in the White House typically does better in the first midterm. So obviously, right now, with Democrat Joe Biden occupying the White House, the Republicans have a built-in advantage going into 2022 to uh, possibly take over the U.S. House and right now the Senate is a 50-50 split, but the tie-breaking vote is the president of the Senate, which is the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. So technically the Democrats have a slim majority in the Senate. Uh, it's a very realistic possibility that the Republicans are going to not only pick up the House, but have a significant majority. And you could pretty much forget any agenda items that Joe Biden uh, uh, would attempt to put through because they won't even pass the House and if the Democrats maintain control of the Senate, you know, it, nothing is ever going to get there that the Democrats would be desirous to vote upon. So knowing this, the Democrats are going to pull out all the stops to try to, as uh, Democratic strategist James Carville was talking about recently, mitigate the damage that the Republicans will cause in the 2022 midterms. Now, it's a pipe dream that the Democrats are going to hang on to the House. I mean, it just, I mean, this is just electoral trends. The party that is out of power in the White House typically does a lot better in the midterms, just to kind of balance things out. That's just the way it's always gone. A notable exception, of course, is, is uh, 2002. That was George W. Bush's first term as president, and, of course, that was his first midterm. And the Republicans actually, uh, I think, uh, took over the Senate and made and uh, also uh, strengthened their majority in the House uh, because of 9/11. They felt that uh, George W. Bush, you know, Republican president, was better equipped to handle the aftermath of the 9/11 terrorist attacks. So, therefore, they entrusted the Republicans during the midterms. That's a rare exception, and obviously, there's a reason why an extraordinary event like 9/11. Well. This past week, the media and many elected officials and a lot of the uh, progressive pearl clutchers were talking about how we were marking the six-month anniversary of perhaps the worst incident in the history of our country, the storming of the U.S. Capitol back on January 6th. I mean, literally, since January 6th, every month since then, you know, February 6th, March 6th, April 6th, uh, May 6th, June 6th, and then July 6th. Every month on the 6th, Democrats, progressives, have all come out and say, well, 
X number of months ago today was the worst incident that this country has ever seen. We have to pull out all the stops to ensure nothing like that ever happens again. And you have media members talking about their enduring PTSD because of, you know, these uh, angry Trump supporters storming the Capitol. And you've got uh, Tide Potavita, a.k.a. Alexander de Ocasio-Cortez, saying that uh, because certain Republican officials were objecting to the Electoral College vote, that that was tantamount to trying to get her murdered. You know, things like that. And, look, I've said on this show many times that I'm not going to defend what happened on January 6th. You can't defend it. And, you know, you have some some of my fellow conservatives that have put videos out on out a you know, cherry picked video footage out on social media and said, well, look at this, look at this, see this, these folks who are manning the Capitol, they're just opening up the velvet rope line and letting them go on through. Well, this was only after you had some people already in there storming the Capitol and, looking to bum rush the speaker's office, the floor of the house, what have you. Okay, there were some people that were barging in there with nef- uh, with nefarious motives in mind. Okay, so I'm not letting certain Republicans off the hook. There have been certain Republican elected officials that have downplayed this, and that's a mistake. I'm not saying it's tantamount to what this country endured during the Civil War or 9-11, like some demagogues have. But it is an incident that it can't be downplayed. So you know where this is going. The media is portraying this event as the worst event in United States history. And you have some people who say they're Republicans but are working hard to get Democrats elected, specifically Matthew Dowd, ABC News analyst, uh, who is out. Uh, let me see if I can find his quote quick. And then Steve Schmidt of the uh, Lincoln Project, you know, the same Lincoln Project that was made up of former Republican operatives who uh, basically anything that anything they, t- you know, they were the anti-King Midas, everything they touched turned to crap. Okay, and so they formed their own political action committee to try to defeat Republicans that were complicit in a Trump administration. Well, basically, they were Democrat operatives is what they is what they turned out to be. And Steve Schmidt and if uh, Jacob, we have that sound clip ready. uh, Steve Schmidt was one of the co-founders of the Lincoln Project. You remember this uh, Lincoln Project where uh, they kind of ran cover for John Weaver, who was soliciting uh underage men okay soliciting young men all right so how this organization continues to have a shred of credibility well they continue to attack trump so of course they're going to have a platform in any major media show but uh this is steve schmidt um well first of all let me uh let me backtrack here i I did invoke uh matthew dowd's uh name he's a he he used to work in george w bush's administration and you know he's a big anti-Trump guy. Um, this is what this was a quote that he was on with MSNBC's Joy Reid. He said, um, what would happen if after 9-11 we had done nothing? We had done nothing. Think about that. We had done nothing after 9-11. And to me, there was a there was less loss of life on January 6th. January 6th was worse 
than 9-11 because it's continued to rip our country apart and give permission to for people to pursue autocratic means. And so I think we're at a much worse place than we've been. And as I've said, I think to you before, I think we're the, we're the most perilous point in time since 1861, the advent of the Civil War. Okay? That's Matthew Dowd, ABC News analyst, and then Steve Schmidt, co-founder of the Lincoln Project, uh, followed up with this comment. My friend Matthew Dowd, our friend, you know, talked about this. He couldn't be more right. The 1-6 attack for the future of the country is a profoundly more dangerous event than the 9-11 attacks. And in the end, the 1-6 attacks are likely to kill a lot more Americans than were killed on the 9-11 attacks, which will include the casualties of the wars that lasted 20 years following it. Uh, Okay, you know that... I'm trying to compile the right words here that won't get me kicked off the airwaves. You know that's bunk. You know that's bullpucky, what both of these gentlemen are saying. That this was worse than 9-11. And again, I ask you, what, what makes you, what are you more appalled by, the fact that they're gaslighting you or the fact that they think you're too stupid to know the difference? The fact of the matter is, what happened on January 6th is something that we saw on a regular basis on a larger scale in Portland, Oregon, for multiple nights in a row for many weeks on end, i.e. through Antifa. What we saw on January 6th, we saw on a similar scale at the Wisconsin State Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin, in early 2011, when Republicans were looking to redraw the the lines, the redistricting lines. And they were looking to pass then-Governor Walker's budget repair bill, which essentially would uh, take away all the cushy cushy stuff that public uh, employee unions were, were peddling. Okay? We saw that at the... Texas legislature back in 2012, I think it was, 2012, 2013, when Republicans were looking to pass pro-life measures. And you had abortion Barbie, a.k.a. Wendy Davis, wear her pink sneakers and an adult diaper so she could filibuster this particular bill. And that, and, and as such, you had people storming the, uh, the, the Texas Capitol building as well. So we have seen this before, but only now is it suddenly... A black mark on our history. Before, the media uh, basically endorsed those actions in Madison, Wisconsin, and in Austin, Texas, as this is what democracy looks like. And in Portland, Oregon, they basically dismiss it. Or how about all of the looting and rioting in the aftermath of, of of the George Floyd murder? You know, that was that was justified. We've got to understand their rage. This has been a marginalized uh, populace for decades. We have to understand their rage. While longtime minority-owned businesses were burned to the ground. But I guess those black lives don't matter. Or in the aftermath of the Jacob Blake shooting. Remember Jacob Blake, a resident of Kenosha, Wisconsin, was shot by police because he tried to grab a knife in his vehicle. Ended up being shot by police. 
and there was riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and there is CNN, a media guy, or MSNBC, I don't remember which one, doesn't really matter, saying, well, these are, yeah, there's some unrest, but they're mostly peaceful. Literally, and I do mean literally, while a big ball of fire is ablaze in the background. But yet, this same media, this same ilk, is out there saying that what happened at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, is worse than 9-11, and we're at the most perilous point in time since 1861, the advent of the Civil War, per Matthew Dowd. And, by the way, another part of Matthew Dowd's comment, well, you know, this is worse than 9-11 because it's continued to rip our country apart. Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you keep broadcasting it every night on the news about how this is the worst event in history. And there was even flat-out misinformation put out at, at, the, at the beginning of it when a police, a Capitol Police officer ended up dying, and there was some news reports that went out while well, he was bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher. Turns out it wasn't related to the incident at all. Or not directly toward to the incident. He had a heart attack and ended up dying because of complications of that. Was there ever a correction issued? Was there ever a retraction given? Or are the media just going to write it off as, well, distinction without a difference? So uh, this is what you so if you wonder why there's all this pearl clutching and breathless coverage of what happened on January 6, 2021, which, again, I'm not going to justify what took place there at all. Okay, those who perpetrated the acts of vandalism and trespassing and looking to undermine the elector, the certification of the Electoral College. Yeah, people need to go to jail. I'm not denying that one iota. But if on one hand you're claiming what happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin with the fiery blazes and buildings on fire is mostly peaceful, and then on the other is saying January 6th is the worst thing that has ever happened in this country, you have zero credibility. But this is what the Democrats are going to try to do. They're going to try to define Republicans in, in 2022 with January 6th. Even those Republican members of Congress, and there were some, but they get drowned out, that condemned what happened on January 6th. I'll have a little bit more to say about this next segment, and take your phone calls as well, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients, that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. 
That right there, approaching your pain from four different angles, may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Are you looking for a place to get away from it all? Do you want to start a prayer retreat or perhaps own a bed and breakfast? Then check out this amazing Southern Minnesota Survival Nest property. Two homes with five outbuildings nestled on nine acres. The two-and-a-half-story antique Georgian Revival brick home has been completely renovated. It features beautiful woodwork throughout the home, an open staircase, and an outside second-story balcony with a spectacular view. Each bedroom has a private bathroom and walk-in shower. The home is well-equipped with geothermal heat and a water treatment. System. The second home is a two-story farmhouse with four bedrooms and plenty of room. Perfect for an on-site caretaker. If you can dream it, this property can make it happen. See it online at HansonAgency.com. Click on Featured Properties and take a look at the five-bed, five-bath plus bonus house listing. That's Hanson with an O. HansonAgency.com. And click on Featured Properties. It's the listing with a picture of two homes. Don't wait any longer. I appeal to you to fight I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Here's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And feel free to go to uh, Facebook.com and do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, We are doing a live stream of the broadcast right on our Facebook page. You can feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. Uh, continuing with uh, the media and the Democrats and progressives looking to demagogue the January 6th incident at the Capitol, literally every month since that has taken place, uh, specifically on the 6th, uh, media and Democrats say, X, month, X number of months ago today we saw the most horrific event ever on U.S. soil. And look, Again, not going to justify what happened on on January 6th. People need to go to jail. There have been some Republican members of Congress who have downplayed it. That's a mistake. But this idea that it's the worst we've ever endured and that it's it's worse than 9-11 is just complete fantasy. It's gaslighting. Let's call it what it is. It's gaslighting. So what the Democrats—and there's a reason that it's getting the kind of breathless coverage it is, because— the Democrats know that their fragile majority is in jeopardy in 2022, in the, particularly in the U.S. House. 
They almost, they, I mean, it all, it's only going to take the Republicans to flip five seats from Democrat to Republican in order for the Republicans to have control in the House. And given it's the first midterm in a new president's uh, first term, that the opposite party, in this case Republicans, are prime for a lot of pickups. And so Republicans will probably take over the House. So longtime Democrat strategist James Carville talks about how they can the Democrats can best mitigate the damage that is likely to ensue. And this is from uh, conservative commentator Eric Erickson at his Substack page. Uh, the next piece of advice from Carville is that Democrats must define the Republicans by January 6th. If Democrats can define the Republicans by January 6th in the way Republicans define the Democrats by defund the police, then you could mitigate a Republican surge in 2022. That is exactly what the media is doing, uh, and that is exactly what uh, Carville is doing. The media adores James Carville. He's always good for a one-liner, and he typically knows his stuff. Carville is right that the academic faculty lounge rhetoric used by the Democratic elite right now is costing them. No one in America uses the word Latinx, except for a bunch of white progressives. It rhymes with Kleenex. It doesn't exist in Spanish. That word cannot exist in Spanish, yet white progressives like Focahontas, Elizabeth Warren, and Joe Biden use the word Latinx. These are the academic faculty lounge woke conversations Carvel's been warning them about. Vice News is running stories on the reporters who are suffering PTSD from January 6th. That tells you everything you need to know about the reporters. These reporters are so angry about January 6th, they're not willing to give the Republicans a fair hearing, including the Republicans who condemned January 6th. This is all about 2022. It's not about the truth. It's not about the commission. It's not about finding out what happened. We know what happened. This is about winning elections. The media threw in with the Democrats and right now are doing their best to define Republicans by January 6th. And by the way... I say this as someone who views January 6th as bad and believes that people need to go to jail. It was not a peaceful gathering, but it was far short of what has happened with Antifa. And again, that's Eric Erickson. Uh, This has the potential to, to backfire spectacularly. And the main reason is leftists, particularly the very vocal squad made up of Tide Padavita, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, and they've added a few more members, too. Oh, yeah, uh, Cori Bush, I believe, the congresswoman out of St. Louis, who on July 4th declared that black people aren't free in this country, even though she's a black woman who was elected to Congress. Not sure how that works. Uh, These people have openly broached defunding the police. So the Democrats are looking at this as like a tit-for-tat game. Okay, well, you're going to define us as the party of defund the police? Well, then we're going to define you by January 6th. Except they've actually talked about defunding the police. Democrats. That's happened. It's on the record. No one has justified January 6th. Now, again, there are some Republicans who have shamelessly downplayed it, and they shouldn't be doing that. But this idea that they're justifying it? No, not happening. But anyways, they've essentially, and then there's been also um, talking heads, far-left talking head on MSNBC, Chris uh, Chris Hayes. He's He said that the uh, he essentially blamed the a rise in violent crime because they can no longer ignore that. They can no longer ignore the rise in violent crime. He, can, he says that that is in direct relationship to an increase of gun ownership among law-abiding citizens during the pandemic because gun ownership has set record numbers 
during the pandemic. And he's saying, well, that's why there's all this violent crime. I mean, connect the dots. An increase in gun ownership, increase in violent crime. That's going to go over well. So while some citizens are lectured that their expectation of being protected by law enforcement, paid for by their tax dollars, by the way, is a privilege, courtesy of uh, City Minneapolis City Council President Lisa Bender saying that your expectation of calling 911 and being protected by law enforcement is a privilege. Uh, you have elected officials using the power of their office, i.e. through this House Select Committee, uh, to probe this January 6th event, which was far less violent than what some citizens witnessed in their neighborhoods multiple times over the past year. Yet you're telling these citizens in these neighborhoods that calling 911 is privilege, and you're also trying to undermine their Second Amendment rights. But yet you, elected official, can call a House Select Committee to investigate an event that had you scared. And the fact that demagoguing the incident, this January 6th incident, is their main campaign strategy for 2022, shows you how utterly devoid and bankrupt the Democrats are of ideas. I, I mean, that's just that's just a fact. So this this, again... People know what they see, and they're saying, "Wait a minute! You can you you got because this January sixth, you members of Congress, this January sixth had an impact on you because you were close to a violent mob, as you called it. You can do things like hire private security and you know get a select committee to investigate it. But meanwhile, you're trying to take away our guns and defund the police department." to protect us in our neighborhoods where we're basically sitting ducks, where there's rioting and looting that takes place on a, on a nightly basis. Talk about your urban progressive privilege. That Mitch Berg, uh, my friend and colleague, uh, came up with that phrase some time ago. That's, that is quintessential urban progressive privilege. When you can sit there and decry private citizens behaving in a certain way, okay, but yet you yourself can take on that demeanor, but as long as you support the right policy initiatives, eh, the media and it will give you a pass. Uh, this is going to backfire spectacularly uh, as it did in, in 2020 when they uh, tried to paint uh, Trump supporters as a, as a violent lot. Trump paid the price, but members of Congress absolutely did not. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Back with another segment on the broadcast. It's me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Uh, hashtag Narn Show if you'd also like to weigh in via Twitter. Back! In mere moments, go nowhere. Hi, Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC. And I'm honored to announce that we've partnered with AM 1280 The Patriot to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 730, and God bless America. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. 
Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something. Something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Hey, folks, don't forget the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. We're giving you an opportunity to meet your favorite talk host face-to-face for a one-of-a-kind experience, introducing the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. We'll fly you and a guest out and cover a three-night stay where you get to meet your favorite radio host. So you'll sit in, you'll get to sit in for an hour of their program, plus receive a $250 Visa gift card. Uh, you can choose from Dinesh D'Souza, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Eric McTaxis, or Dennis Prager. Uh, folks, this sounds like something you're not going to want to miss out on. So go to am1280thepatriot.com backslash talker. For more information, this is uh, supported by the fine folks at Morris Law Group. Hey, what a fine transition that is. Speaking of Morris Law Group, we have joining us in studio right now, John Meyer, an attorney with the Morris Law Group. We're going to talk a little bit about what he does there and uh, maybe give us some tips. And um, I don't know, John, perhaps if some folks want to uh, contact your law firm, they certainly uh, you could give them the opportunity to do that. Uh, a little bit more about John. He uh, practices in the area of estate planning and probate, assisting individuals and families when planning for and completing 
the passage of a lifetime's worth of work to the next generation. Uh, John Meyer, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Brad. Thanks for having me. So uh, I guess, uh, first of all, thanks to your fine organization again for sponsoring that uh, fantastic opportunity we have uh, for our listeners. I kind of gave a little teaser about uh, what you do with the law firm. Um, One of the things about estate planning and probate uh, I, I'm sure you, in your in that capacity, would probably concur that a lot of people don't talk about this perhaps soon enough that it's never too early to talk about, John Meyer. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, that's a really fair assessment. There's lots of statistics out there about it. You know, maybe 30% of people right now have some sort of will or estate plan in place. Really? And, okay. and, and so it's really... It's a lot smaller than we would like it to be. Sure. Um, a lot of people put it off because it always seems like a tomorrow, next month, next week uh, you know, kind of problem to think about. Um, and there's some life points you know, when they have kids or maybe they're looking at retirement that it becomes a question. But it's really something that everybody should look at. Sure. Try to have a plan in place sooner rather than later because you never know when something's going to happen or somebody is, is going to need to step up to help you out. So I... Uh, I guess the the one thing, and, and you know, you hate to, you kind of hate to use scare tactics, but this was presented to my wife and me many many years ago when we got married, is that you know if you don't have you know, specific uh, specific will in mind or specific um, that how it could, I guess basically they kind of conveyed to us this is what could happen uh, to your assets if you don't have a you know say a living will and testament or what are some of the things that could happen say a married couple one of them uh, you know again he'd get morbid but passes away unexpectedly and they didn't have a living will what could potentially happen to that uh, uh, spouse's assets john yeah Meyer? lots of different things can happen um you know without any kind of will or trust or estate plan state law will dictate how things go Sometimes that works out well, but we see it quite often where it doesn't work out so well. I mean, particularly if you're talking blended families, business assets, Mm. real estate that maybe is in one person's name and not the other. Without the documents in place, without the plan in place, it can create a real mess. And And I've seen it. Not only with people who have no plan, but maybe a plan they haven't updated in 20 years. And now mm. we haven't accounted for, you know, the cabin property that we bought. We oh, haven't sure. accounted for another kid or a stepson or something like that where uh, state law just is not adequate to cover that situation. So when you're talking about, you know, creating a state plan, what are some of the, what are some of the basics that people should look out for and have uh, in place for an estate plan? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we typically look at it um, on three main pillars, either a will or a trust. And sometimes a will is good for folks. A lot of times a trust is, is really good for some other people. Uh, the other two elements are a health care directive, you know, appointing somebody to take care of your health care decisions if you're unable to. And then that general durable power of attorney for financial and legal decisions. So will or trust plus a health care directive, power of attorney are the big things to make sure we have all of our bases covered for during your life and then at death. Uh, there are other things that can come into play, transfer on death deeds, beneficiary designations, uh, other sorts of things on accounts that help shore that up for a total complete plan. So, I mean, you mentioned the terminology, uh, the uh, will and a trust. What's the essential difference between those two components, John Meyer? Yeah, so a lot of times when I counsel clients on this, this has to do where the work occurs, right? So a will is a plan, but we're not really doing anything with the plan actively right now. It says who's okay. going to inherit everything. Okay. Uh, when you pass away, your personal representative is going to take that to the court, ask the court for permission to proceed with the plan, and go for it. So a lot of the expense, the time, 
things uh, are involved in the will and the probate process, right? But that's a public process. It's in the court system. Everybody gets to see a copy of the will. Things happen there. A trust, more of the work is done on the front end. So we transfer all of your assets into the trust. You're a trustee. They're successor trustees. Everything's already retitled. And so when you pass away, all that trustee has to do is distribute it out according to your plan. There's no court intervention. There's no publicity surrounding it. And for a lot of folks, uh, you know, that can be a very effective way to handle the process versus, you know, will pushing that expense and time off onto to your personal representative or your heirs. Yeah, I mean, you broach families with these particular issues. And again, it's something they may not like to think about, but, you know, untimely death sadly can happen. I mean, you know, you hear that often. Well, I've got several years left. You know, I'm strong and healthy. Well, you just never know what can happen. And, and, I, and I get it. It's uncomfortable to talk about. But it's something that I think that you should delve into. I know my wife and I have uh, have done this many years ago. Uh, with that being said, people looking to approach this particular you know phase, making this planning for for the rest of their lives, what do you see as some of the common mistakes that people might make? Yeah, I I, I think a big part of it is you know you can go online and you can get a template for a will from a lot of different sources, right? But the one size fits all approach doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say sure. it works less often than it does. Okay. Mostly because every family situation, asset list, everything is different. So you may have a will and think it's good to go, but what you haven't accounted for is, you know, the IRA is going to transfer differently. Life insurance is going to transfer differently. You have the cabin property. And it it may have some sort of just uh, default settings or whatnot within that document that creates more problems in the future. So all the kids inherit the house together, but ultimately... They may have different wishes for what happens with that house. And if we're not having that conversation, making sure the plan is laid out correctly for not only what you want, but kind of what you would expect your your kids, your grandkids, another one, you know, heirs to want for it, um, you know, it can cause some real problems down the road where, you know, children are fighting over how to sell the family farm Mm -hmm. instead of it just going in the way that uh, we would expect it to. We often hear of some situations where, you know, family members die unexpectedly, parents die unexpectedly, and maybe they didn't have specific directives for how they wanted their assets allocated, distributed, and whatnot. And we hear of it quite often winding up in a place called a probate court or within probate. Is that really as scary as it sounds, John Meyer? It can be. You know, probate is sometimes treated like it's a seven-letter, four-letter word, right? (laughs) Sure, okay. I like to coach people a little bit that, yes, if we can avoid that expense and process, that's great. But it also can be a great tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to make sure that the tool fits, uh, you know, the project. And what I'll say is that, you know, majority, you know, most of the cases I take to probate are pretty simple. But that is where things get bogged down and can get pretty ugly. People can test the will, you know, contest the plan, say no. You know, Grandpa wanted me to have the hunting rifle and things like that. Sure. Um, and, and that's where we see a lot of the family dynamics break down. So the more that we can avoid probate, the more that we can avoid disputes over those plans, um, you know, the better. Uh, but for some people, and, you know, probably 5% of people out there using the probate process can actually be a very good tool. So that's part of why, you know, we, we don't want you to just download a form. We want you to come in, talk to the attorneys at our office go through all those elements and make sure that, you know, those tools match what it is that you have and what you want to do with it. So if, you know, I guess if we were to ask, you know, when to start an estate plan, you know, you would probably say 10 years ago, that's the best time, but second best time is probably right now, John Meyer. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and uh, 
you know, it's like a lot of things. People look at it, and it seems this daunting task. And mm-hmm. we've really taken a lot of steps to make it, you know, a very approachable, very easy process. You know, whether it's a paper form you can fill out or an online process, at least guides you through what information we need, um, so that when you walk into the first meeting, we're we're, we're on the same page mm. of where you're at now. And then we can talk through where we want to get to in very short order for that plan. So we make it easy for folks if they want to come in and, and talk it through. Yeah. So say if families come into your office and they want to talk about this these things, uh, is it really necessary for them to have all their ducks in a row? And I ask it that way because some families, this is so overwhelming to think about, they may not really have an idea of how to proceed. So right. I'm guessing that you and your colleagues that you could probably help guide them in the right direction or at least give them that kind of advice that could help make the process seem less overwhelming? Absolutely. I mean, we always offer, you know, 30-minute free consultation to all of our law clients, whether it's estate planning, mm, or real okay. estate, or business. And 30 minutes sometimes turns into an hour or whatever it is we need to do to get us, you know, synchronized on that approach. And then, you know, our forms, the paperwork, the way that we go about things helps guide you right through that process to make sure that it's not that daunting. And the biggest piece of feedback I usually get from folks is, you know, this was way easier, way more comfortable than I thought it was going to be. That's good. And and that's part of it. You know, yeah. It's it's this ambiguous thing that's out there. It's about my death, about long-term planning for my life and how am I going to pay for medical expenses or preserve assets going through those processes. Um and it can make it a lot simpler than people, I think, are realize. Once again, we are joined by John Meyer. He is an attorney with uh, Morris Law Group. Uh, John, we have a few minutes to, uh, remaining. Uh, this is an opportunity, uh, like you say, to talk about what you personally do with your firm. And uh, I imagine a lot of what you're sharing with our listeners right now may have piqued their interest or may have kind of t- uh, turned the light bulb on and say, you know what, we really probably should start getting serious about something like this, and they may want to reach out mm-hmm. to your firm. Does your firm have a website, contact information? And uh, if you feel if you want to share it right now, feel free. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we have a dedicated web address for this specific purpose. Uh, just go to mlgestateplan.com. It'll route you right into a, a good summary of what we do and about our firm as well. Otherwise, give us a call, 952-832-2000, and ask for me or any one of our other attorneys. Absolutely. And again, we appreciate the folks, uh, the fine folks at Morris uh, Law Group, again, uh, supporting our endeavor with the uh, with the VIP Talkers Tour. Again, uh, folks, uh, go to our website as well, am1280thepatriot.com backslash talker. Terrific talkers. VIP experience, again, supported by the fine folks at uh, Morris Law Group. Again, John, we only have about a, a minute or two. Uh, any final thoughts, uh, parting shots, what have you, that you want to uh, share with our listeners? I know we've covered a lot in, in a short amount of time, but this uh, can be an extensive process and one that uh, you could definitely expand upon in, a, uh, in one of those free consultations. But any, uh, any final words you want to share, I guess? I would just say that no matter what your family situation, no matter what your asset classes are, if you have questions, concerns, or want to explore this, these options, Come on in. We're happy to help no matter what. And once again, that website is? MLGestatePlan.com. MLGestatePlan.com. John Meyer, appreciate your time. Again, thank you for uh, sharing with our listeners this very important step that uh, we all should take in life, take very seriously, no matter what point in life you are. And uh, have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, thanks for joining us today. You too. M1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Oh, my soul, sisters. Let me hear your flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow, sister. Oh. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Hey, you remember Michael Avenatti? He was a, uh, uh, well, the media certainly would like to memory hole how much they were uh, <coughs> uh, fawning over him. That's the best description I can use for uh, how they came across whenever they talked about and to Michael Avenatti. We have a montage here of uh, former attorney Michael Avenatti. He was representing Stormy Daniels. She was the adult film star who uh, indicated that uh, Donald Trump had an affair with her before he was president. And while he was running for president, 
uh, paid her off to keep quiet about the affair while he was running his presidential campaign. And Michael Avenatti represented her. I think this was like 2017-2018. Uh, here's a montage of various talking heads, media types, whomever, just fawning over him. They include Bill Maher, Rachel Maddow, uh, the uh, shrill hags of The View, Anderson Cooper, Stephen Colbert, Lawrence O'Donnell, Joe Scarborough, Brian Stelter. Um, just an assorted media montage of, uh, I'm sure what they'd like to memory hold, but this is a montage of media folks just gushing over Michael Avenatti. Here we go, cut number two. He's Donald Trump's worst nightmare, Michael <laughs> Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's out there saving the <laughs> Look, country. It, it, Don Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think. These people all like you. I'm the only person right here. Donald Trump fears more than Robert Miller. We think Mueller. you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down Donald Trump. Right. Michael Avenatti's a beast. Okay, that's true. And he, he's a beast. He's a beast. I hand it to yeah. her, and I hand it to Michael Avenatti. But he has a great, bigger calling here. That being a lawyer is minimal compared to what he's doing. No one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. That's fascinating. Donald Trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. Now, this Trump will run for his money more than anybody else, Michael Avenatti. Existential threat to the Trump presidency. The Democrats could learn something for you. You are messing with Trump a lot more than they are. He has no doubt created sheer panic in Donald Trump's very fragile mind. Michael Avenatti is laying down the law as guest co-host. And is he really thinking about running for president? Uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. You look at the field of Democrats right now, and Avenatti's the one who stands out. If they decide they right? value a fighter most, yes. people would be foolish to underestimate yeah. Michael Avenatti. I have always said that they need a fighter. Look, I mean, we're going to continue to use the media. I think we've used it with great success. All of my sexual fantasies involve handcuffs. Oh. Cue the vomit bags. Uh, that, the, the last couple of quotes were from Michael Avenatti where he says, we're going to continue to use the media. Yeah, tell us about it. And then the final one was where he talked about his fantasies involve handcuffs. And I only played that one. That, that's when he was on the with The View. And Megan McCain, kind of the token Republican on The View panel, she was on the far right, and they panned to her, and she had just this disgusted look on her face. She she saw this guy for the sleaze bag he was long before anybody else. And Meghan McCain, even though she's Republican, not a Trump supporter. In fact, her and her mother were very high-profile Joe Biden supporters in that presidential election battle between Trump and Biden. So why am I bringing all this up? Well, I think you know why. This is from the Associated Press. Michael Avenatti, the California lawyer who once represented Stormy Daniels in lawsuits against President Donald Trump, was sentenced Thursday to two and a half years in prison for trying to extort up to $25 million from Nike by threatening the company with bad publicity. So there you have it. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. And the media couldn't have happened to a better collection of folks for them to step on the proverbial rakes. They do this every single time. All you have to do is do a basic background check of the person that you're holding up as some sort of deity. But they don't do it. All they know is that he was possibly bringing down Donald Trump, which if 
you've been following Trump since he first got in the presidential race in 2015, so six years ago. Everything Trump said and did, oh, this is it. This is going to sink Trump. This is really going to sink Trump now. No, it won't. He finally lost his re-election battle in 2020, but that was at the ballot box. That was the only reason they were going to defeat Donald Trump. Robert Mueller wasn't going to do it. Andrew Cuomo wasn't going to do it. And Michael Avenatti wasn't going to do it. And yet they hold this Avenatti up as some deity when in actuality he's a sleaze merchant himself. But they don't care. Because, it, the again, once again, this is the Democrat mantra. The ends justify the means. It's the same with Andrew Cuomo. Because Andrew Cuomo, in their minds, was the antithesis of Trump. They were going to hold him up as this some sort of deity. Remember they called themselves Cuomo-sexuals? The big admirers of Governor Andrew Cuomo out of New York because he was doing this great job with the pandemic, except he wasn't. He was putting COVID-infected patients into nursing homes, and thus hundreds, thousands of nursing home residents died because of Andrew Cuomo's incompetence. And then he writes a book about his great leadership, so then he profits off the pandemic to boot. But because he was the antithesis of Trump in their minds, he was the guy that showed bold, exemplary leadership, and he was the one who was possibly going to be the Democrat candidate for president. And yet, the media does zero, zero self-reflection when something like this happens to them. Kind of like that Rebecca Jones out of Florida. Remember her? She was working as a working on the website, the COVID portal in Florida, and the scientists were ta- instructing her how to enter in the data, and she spun it as, oh, these scientists are trying to make me uh, fluff up the data so it looks better than it is. And she ended up getting fired, and the media made her into a martyr, and it turns out she was a flaming kook herself, and Ron DeSantis turned out to be right about her. But once again, the media did no self-reflection holding her up as a deity when she turned out to be a complete fraud, too. And I just sit back and laugh my took us off. Folks, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back. Mere moments, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage maker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Ah, summer. Longer days, warmer nights, and the best time to see the ground from the sky. With the weather heating up, now is the perfect time to soar with the birds with you in the pilot seat. For only $99, Thunderbird Aviation gives you the opportunity to pilot the plane with an instructor. From conducting the pre-check to participating in the takeoff and landing. Leave with an aviation experience you won't forget. Schedule your introductory flight by visiting ThunderbirdAviation.com or emailing fly at ThunderbirdAviation.com. Hi, this is Tim O from the Kingdom Builders. 
You know, as I travel around the metro and surrounding area, I really enjoy meeting with you out there and hearing your stories. How many of you met, hearing about your family, sometimes your kids and your grandkids, and even some of the four-legged members of your family. It got me thinking about our faith family, us followers of Jesus. Have you ever considered the fact that as believers who have accepted Christ's payment on the cross for our sins, we have been adopted into his royal family? Royalty? Personally, that's kind of tough for me to grasp. But in 1 Peter 2, verse 9, the Apostle Peter wrote, You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood called out of darkness into his light. We are God's own special people because we belong to him. This should positively affect how we live and how we love, not only those in our own family, but anybody we encounter. I hope this encourages you, and if so, feel free to email me at timo at thekingdombuilders.com or give us a call at 612-900-9166. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Celebrating two decades on air, this is AM 1280, The Patriot. 